Good evening, church. It is an honor to stand here. I'm thankful to the Lord that he would trust me to stand before you, his people. I don't take it lightly. I want you to know that. I speak in, in fear of God. It is a privilege that I never want to take for granted. I give honor to our bishop. I honor you, bishop. I thank you. Can we stand and honor our bishop? We thank you, bishop, for following God and standing. We honor you. I don't say that lightly. We are thankful. I am thankful for you. I give honor to the First Lady. We have a wonderful First Lady example in our church. I give honor to you. I'm thankful for you and your ministry. We love you. And we honor Sister Hannah and Sister Ruth. We love them. We're thankful for them. <laughs> She's standing. Are you standing for her? She's, okay. Um, such a, just preferring your sister over yourself. That's sweet. Um, I give honor to my husband. I am thankful for him. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do anything without you, and I'm thankful for you and your covering, and um, I'm thankful for my children. I honor them. Um, I honor my mother. She's going to view this tomorrow, um, and I honor you, Mom, and I thank you for all the sacrifices you've made for me and my brother. Um, I don't know what to do now. Um, I, uh, was telling Bishop on, um, Sunday, um, the Lord has, we had a Bible study recently with somebody and the Lord spoke through the gifts and what I could, I could feel something before the Lord spoke and, in this Bible study, we were talking about the blood, and um, I could feel the Lord being pleased with his own word, being taught, and I told Bishop that Wednesday, last Wednesday, when he was got to the Holy Ghost, I felt it again, um, that same almost as like a sacrifice unto God that he was like an incense that he was enjoying hearing his own word being ministered, being taught. And there was one other instance that um, the Lord was pleased with his, he said his plans being fulfilled, coming to pass, that he was taking joy in that. And referring to this body. And 
I just shared that with Bishop and the word that's coming forth from this place, I believe is in its purest form. There is no flesh that stands before you. And the Lord has testified of our own shepherd that there's no one like him on the face of this earth. And I believe that God is enjoying what's happening. He's enjoying his own word being preached and and taught in its purest form. And I could feel that. And he's delighting in his plans being unfolded and things that we have talked about and heard for so long are beginning to come to pass. And he's delighting in his own plans coming to pass. And I just think that's just so awesome that I've never, I've never heard that. I've never, I'm sure there's a reference somewhere in scripture, but I, I've never felt that before. Or, and I know that it, it is all because of our shepherd, because as long as we stay submitted to him, that same flow flows in a, in a Bible study. That same flow flows in a conversation that you can have with someone as long as we stay submitted. I'm going to just be brief. I, I, I feel to just share this. I won't go into uh, all the details. And, but if you do have your Bibles, um, you can stay seated. We're going to go to Judges 13. And we'll start at verse 1. I give honor to the ministry of this church. I apologize. I, I, I feel like I forget you guys, but I am truly thankful for each and every one of you. We all need each other. I need each of your giftings and ministries as well as we all need each other. We all benefit as long as we stay submitted to one another. Um, verse 1, again, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years. Now there was a certain man from Zorah of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed, now you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now, therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink, not to eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and she shall be, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. And I will stop there. But I read this weeks ago, and in this story, really, really, God was talking to me in this passage of scripture. And in verse verse three, the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman. And said to her, indeed, now you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. 
So we have the word coming forth. There's a word given to this woman. Now, therefore, please be careful. In King James, it says, beware, not to drink wine or similar drink, not to eat anything unclean. Behold, for behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and a razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So this word is coming forth, and then there's instruction that goes along with this word that she's receiving. He says, beware to not to drink wine or similar drink or anything unclean. Beware there in the, in the Hebrew means to hedge about as with thorns, to, to guard, to protect, to keep. So he's telling her, this is what I'm going to do. This is the promise. I'm giving you a promise. I'm giving you a word. And then he's giving her instructions that she has to follow in order for her son to fulfill being a Nazarite from the womb. The child, which we know is Samson, when he was in the womb, he couldn't do anything. He, he's, they can't do anything. They're reliant on the mother. And so if the word is that he will be a Nazarite from the womb, it's her responsibility to begin that process and following those instructions of the Nazarite vow for him because he can't do it right now. He's not, he has no comprehension. He's fully relying on her obedience to the instruction that God has given her. And I just briefly looked up hedge about us with thorns. Um, just kind of uh, people have used, um, uh, landscaping with thorns for, for centuries. And um, it can be used to, uh, it says, placing plants with possibly harmful attributes in a weak area of the yard can intimidate, repel, and prevent intruders. So you're protecting the house, right? You're, you're, you're using just natural means to protect your home. And so he's telling her, beware Two, and then he's giving her instruction. Don't drink strong drink, wine, anything from the vine. Don't eat anything unclean. And no razor shall come upon his head. So, of course, after he's born, she, it's her responsibility and the father to make sure they uphold that. So he's still relying on, on their obedience to that word. And so I just simply want to bring forth that we have these words that, that in, in our personal life that Bishop has been doing impartations and has been giving specific words. Uh, I don't remember when it all began, but he, unless you did not want it, he has laid hands and done impartations from you, um, or unless you were not here at the time. Um, and so there's that specific word that God has given us on a personal level. And with that might have been some instruction. I know that for some, there was instruction. Um, 
And as we are obedient and being aware to follow those instructions, we're putting a hedge around that word. We're putting a hedge of protection around that promise by simply being obedient to those instructions that are tied with that word. If you didn't receive specific instructions that are tied with your word, then continue to be in submission. Continue to do what you're already doing. Continue to be obedient to the word of God. But if your word was not tied to specific instruction like hers, just continue in following God and in your submission. And that is building a hedge around your promise, your word. You're protecting it. And what you're doing when you're protecting this word, you're telling God, as you're building this hedge, you're telling him, thank you for this promise that you've given me. Thank you. And I appreciate that you would see me and give me a word like this. I receive it. I believe what you've spoken. I'm going to tend. I'm going to keep this word. And it's also showing the enemy, hey, I'm putting thorns here. You're not, you're not coming here. This is not yours. This is my word. And you better know that if you get a word from God, the enemy's coming, knocking at your door. We can't be surprised. It never fails. We see it. Someone gets a word, then there's sickness in that home. Then there's something that's going on. And I'm like, that's just like that, that old devil. But he's just poking, challenging, and God's letting him to see, are you going to believe my word? Are you going to stand on my word? Or are you going to waver and question my word? And so by us being obedient as she had to be obedient, this, it's the same in normal pregnancies. There are things that you can't have. There's not as much coffee. We can't have all the coffee. Um, there are certain meats and, and cheeses that we can't have because they have bacteria that can harm the baby. There are certain drinks that we can't have or have too much of that can hurt the baby. And so as a pers- on a personal level, we have that. But also, as a church body, we've received a lot of words. My, have we received a lot of words. And as a church body... We have to do the same. We have to believe it. We have to receive the word. And we have to build a hedge around these promises that we've gotten. And as we do that, what we're doing is we're, being a, we're, we're building these hedges to protect the word as we're obeying the instructions that go along with his word. God has promised, I'm just paraphrasing what came off the top of my head today. But God has promised this church, this city, this region, nations. He has said that officials will come and seek counsel from our bishop. Other men of God will be joining themselves to him and to us. People who have left are going to come back. And the influx, there is an influx of people that is promised to this church. 
So we have these promises, and as we are protecting these promises, the Lord says, has instructions like cling to the man of God. Protect your relationship with the man of God. Let there not be a breach in your heart and your relationship with God. Guard the word he's given you. Intercede for the man of God and strengthen him in prayer and his family. When God gives instruction for our bishop, it is including his family. If God is elevating our bishop, he's elevating the first lady and her ministry. He's elevating Sister Hannah and Sister Ruth. They are one. They are one family. What he does and what God does with our bishop affects them. Be unified. Know who you are in God. These are just instructions here recently that we've gotten that were just on the top, off the top of my head. But I just want to bring before you that we must protect the word. This is nothing new. This is in the same vein of the things that Bishop talked about on Sunday um, and that have been spoken. But we've got to guard our word because what is going to be birthed from us as individuals and as a body, that is relying on our obedience to the word, to the instruction. The influx is relying on our obedience right now to the instruction that God is giving. The nations are relying on us right now to walk in obedience to what he has spoken to us. The people, the backsliders are relying on us right now to obey the instructions and the words that God is giving. This city, our president, our nation, they are relying on our obedience right now. And we, I don't, (laughs) the enemy can say, look at you. You're such a small number. But just as our bishop reminded all of us that 12 people turned our world upside down. And I want to see it. But God is counting on our obedience to the instructions he gives us. If a woman decides towards the end of her pregnancy, well, I can have some alcohol. No, you can't. It's going to affect that child. If we let a little thing in and not follow it to a T or with all of our heart, it will affect what is birthed from us, what our ministry or our calling that God has spoken over us, that is relying on our obedience to the word that was spoken to us. A baby is fully reliant on the mother. They don't have a, a choice. They, they need her to take care of the baby. And it is the same way with these promises. It's the same way with the influx that's coming. They need us now to follow the instructions of the Lord. I'm so 
excited. You know, I didn't. I didn't um I didn't finish college and it's so hard at that age it's real it's it's hard at that age cuz you don't know what you're doing and where to go and what to do you don't know and in the natural I think you know I wish I would have done some things differently but it all led me here and I'm not saying college is bad or But people can have success here and start things. And, you know, when they pass away, the the legacy continues. People pick up what the work they were doing and continue. But if it's not for God's kingdom, then what good is it for? What good does it do them now if they have passed and not? submitted to the word I just want to see I just want to see the kingdom of God I just want to see his hand that's all I want he could take all the side things that I do and photography I he could take it if he wants because all I want is to see him move All I want is to see those promises come to pass. And with all this pandemic, it truly is, I believe, made all of us really reflect on our life and what really is important. And we have to protect this people the influx, there are things relying on our obedience. And don't think it is a little thing because you're building that that hedge. So if you could all stand as we transition. God, I thank you for what you are already doing in this place. God, let us protect the words that you've spoken. Let us not take lightly, but let us prove to you and show you how grateful we are that you would speak to us personally, that you would give us a ministry and give us a calling. Let us do diligent in keeping the promises you've given us. As a body as well, God, let us show you and prove to you that we are thankful for every word. And let us show our enemy that we are not allowing him to take it from us. We give you praise. Can we praise the Lord, church? Thank you, Jesus.